0: Hi, guys, welcome to the Creative Talk. Um, I have with me a very special guest, owner of New Narrative, um, a very humble person, very talented, and I'm actually a fan of this person. Um, Let's all welcome Miss Lisa Tesman.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, You know, I definitely enjoy your content as well, so I'm excited to be here.
0: Can you share us? who Lisa Tessman is.
1: I'm the daughter of an entrepreneur. Uh, My dad was always starting businesses when he was younger and when he settled down with a family he uh, decided to slow down a bit but he created his own manufacturing business. It was very small. Uh, Him and my mom operated it but being an engineer by trade it made sense for him to be in manufacturing and he just loved business. So naturally As a child, you know, you want it, you aspire to be like your parents. Uh, So I dreamed of owning a business too someday. And I remember I would sneak into my parents' supply cabinet and I would take things like blank invoices and legal pads and I'd bring it back to my room and I would set up office. You know, it's like my own little shop. And you know, as I grew older, I would start creating things. I loved art, I loved writing, um, so I'd create things and I would sell those neighbors or whoever I thought would buy it. Um, so you know, when I went to college, I wanted to pursue all of my passions, which was kind of hard for me to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. But business seemed like the right choice because it's like the world of endless opportunities and endless possibilities and I still wanted to dive into that creative side. So marketing was kind of my wheelhouse and my choice. And um,
0: the Was that also what your parents want you to to pursue?
1: Sure, I think, um, you know, I don't think they steered me specifically toward business. I think they let me know that business is a good opportunity. Um, My brothers, they also were in business and one of them was an entrepreneur himself. For a little while. Um, so I saw that a lot growing up, and I think it just naturally came. Um, I don't think they necessarily forced me into it, but it was the logical choice between, you know me pursuing art versus business. I think you know, getting off right off the bat, it was a little bit easier to do, and I could always create my own business after that related to art. So, um, you know I did that, and then I spent a few years in the Coast Guard. Um, in the U.S. and um, did some management experience there, and then I started working for Carhartt, which, for those of you that don't know, they're a big brand in the U.S. They're a workwear clothing company, and in Europe, they're like more of a fashion line, so it's really interesting to see, but it's big just about anywhere you go. And I worked in sales. I was more in their sales division, but marketing was still a huge part of that role. I was working with their teams and executing on our brand strategy. Um, Everything we did was tied back to building brand awareness and how can we create that brand experience in our retail stores. I managed big accounts and big brands like Fix Sporting Goods and Amazon.com. And I really had to hone in on how are we merchandising both online and in store? Um, How are we driving those marketing campaigns and how are we planning sales really deliver that brand experience holistically? Wow.
0: Was it easy for you? Like first, because your parents are in the same, you know, in the same career business. Did you ever felt that um, their expectation is too high and you need to, you know, meet them? Sometimes it's, really a burden to you what was there a time that you you felt that way
1: no I think um you know I think me personally I made myself more that way than my parents pushed me that way I'm kind of (laughs) like a a go-getter and a type a personality so you know there's always sibling rivalry so my brothers seeing how well they were doing of course I was I was striving to do well too um so I I put I kind of imposed some of that pressure on myself (laughs) Um, you know, here I am today. I've got a lot of experience and, nice, you know, I nice. loved well, it.
0: The, well, the good thing is it turned out to be beneficial for you, right? So, you know, there are a lot of people who also do that, you know, put pressure, put put push them to, to move forward, but then it end up in a negative way, right? They, they get depressed right. and, you know, they break down, but clearly for you, it works or you were just, you're just hiding it.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm not gonna say that every moment's perfect. You know, we, we all have our moments, where we struggle and, and where we think like, gosh, how am I going to do this? Is it possible? And you really just have to get into that entrepreneur mindset and say, it's okay to fail because failure eventually leads to success.
0: Ooh, I like that. It, it's so deep. I want you to explain further and how, <laughs> why did you came up with that um, uh, mindset?
1: Um, you know, I think I, I really, I was a workaholic and I really, really pushed myself. Um, like I, like I mentioned, and there were some times where I had breaking points, you know, I went back to school to get my MBA, um, while I was working full time and I had big responsibilities and, you know, I, I kept thinking, oh, I just need to do perfect. I need to do perfect every time. And it's unrealistic. And it really just hurts yourself. And it kind of makes you dislike what you're doing, even though, you know, like I had a passion for business and you start to say, oh, well, I don't feel like I'm connecting with my passion anymore. And it's because you're putting these unnecessary pressures on yourself. And as I was going through my MBA program, I saw, you know, it's easy to see the entrepreneurs who are doing well, who are succeeding are the ones who aren't really afraid to mm-hmm. misstep. And I really had to kind of reprogram my mind to, into realizing, you know, yes, you have to take a step back in and let these things be okay. And the more I started to do that in a small way, the easier it became to do in a bigger way. And starting my business was a, a huge way to say to myself, it's okay to fail and, and take this step. Um, You know, I, I, I think that was the biggest moment for me where I said, I have to push myself to do this, to get past this breaking point, you know, wow. to get to this point where I can say, even if I fail, like I did something and I did something I wanted and it didn't work, but i learned from it.
0: Exactly. If you look at it that way, you wouldn't, um, consider it as a failure, right? Cause by the, right. yes, it didn't work out, but at the end you learned something, uh, you gained something from it, mm-hmm. uh, and then that, that learning, that discovery could be a stepping stone for the next big thing. So yeah. in, in reality, yes, it didn't work out the way you planned it to be. But then you learned something, you understood something that might help you for the next big thing. And for me, that's not failure. That's just, you know, um, one step closer to the next big thing or to the design business or dream for you. Right. But, yeah, but, but not, not everyone can really grasp that uh, thing of mindset because, you know, um, and, and I understand it, that's reality. You, you invested time, effort, and money, and then your business or your project, um, didn't pan out like the way you envisioned it to be. So first the emotion is there. So when, when emotion starts to, you know, get the best of you, everything gets clouded and, uh, mm-hmm it's it's really a battle you know how you how you condition your mindset to be in the right track and how, how do you have like um some tips I, i'm excited to to know like how do you condition your mindset like it may be silly tips something you just started <laughs> to be a routine or really you know factual tips that really help you to condition your mind to stay in that mindset
1: i think the biggest thing I've told myself and I remember what I enjoyed most uh, as a child when I was trying new things was to enjoy the process I think to me the process has been bigger than the end result for me because it is about learning and I love to learn so like you said if you continue to think about the things that you're going to learn along the way as opposed to what you're missing or what's not working um, it's kind of like reframing the mind to think about positive versus a negative and having people in your life that hold you accountable. Um, You know, having a strong person who's there and has your back, who's supportive and not just going to tell you like, Oh, you're doing great. But when there's a challenge, having somebody who can help you think of like, how can you overcome that and not just be like, Oh, it's okay. You can do whatever you want. I just want you to be happy. You need somebody who's going to say, no, you decided to do this and you decided on this journey I want to see you succeed and if you don't it's okay but you need to continue and you need to finish
0: wow i like that i like that and that's true i totally agree um you know there are people in certain stages of your life that are really um there for a reason you know they they're they're the person they're the the, the type of friends that would you know slap you in the face like no you need to do this. This is not right. I love you. That's the reason why I'm saying this. You need to listen or not I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But 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 yeah, it 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 hurts sometimes because you're you're the reason why you're venting out or the reason why you want to talk to them and the reason why you're there is for you to just, you know, you're expecting them to really care and listen and talk sweet words to you. But then they're the opposites like, come on, stand up, push forward, you need to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: good to All have right. a few
1: have a few friends on each side to balance it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you know, too much of those kinds of uh, type of friend will you know make you crazy also. So <laughs> yeah. you, need to be, you need to balance everything. You need to make a list. Okay, one, two, three, here. <laughs> Four, or five, yep. six are on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but clearly, clearly. Clearly, Lisa, it, it really works, and I've I love what you're doing. Um, we've been exchanging a lot of messages, you know, back and mm-hmm. forth, and, um, and that's authentic. I'm I'm really a fan, and I love what you've been doing. That's why I'm eager. This is Thank you. this is me. This is me. Um, off cam, on cam, I am eager to learn from you to know the story, because that's the type of person um I am. Like you know, okay. I know she's successful. I know she has, you know, um, content that is that are full of substance. But what's the story? What's the intent? What what was the process? How did she came to be? You know, who are the people who influenced her to be in this uh, uh, point in life? And and now I'm you know unveiling stories, and I'm very sure that a lot of people that will be listening and watching will will also you know see themselves in 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 your experience and maybe, maybe um, they were in that situation. And the other side is they are, um, you know, undergoing the same experience that you experienced before. So I'm really happy, you know, unveiling those, um, I can say wisdom.
1: I, you know, I, I love learning as I mentioned before, and even through my MBA, that was not the end of what I wanted to do. And I thought the best way to learn is really to start your own business. But I didn't have it figured out, and uh, I really wanted to tie together my passions—the business, the creative side, and just being able to help others. So when this pandemic hit, it really was the best time to turn my dream into a reality. You know, it was. I mean, you have all this time to think and reflect, and really just launch something. You have a time where it's quiet, where you can launch and really focus on your plan. So from that moment, and and that moment in time, new narrative was kind of born. I wanted to help entrepreneurs and small businesses captivate their audience and um, do that through brand strategy and brand photography. So to me, that was combining my business world with the artistic world with photography. So right now my business is just kind of taking off.
0: Nice. Nice. And I'm glad that our podcast, The Creative Talk is a part of new narratives, new um, outlook, the new journey. Um, you mentioned the new narrative. You mentioned your business. What were the the challenges that you faced starting up a company like this? Because the vision is so nice. The vision is so nice, um, and I like it. You know, it's something new. It's something relevant. It's something um, very modern. So take us through the the experience.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't say my type of business is the most difficult to start up in terms of financial like your financial, um, backup, unless of course you want to build a consulting firm and hire people. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm just doing it myself for the most part. Um, trying to automate things and, uh, make the process as simplistic as possible. So I can be out there on the front lines, working with my clients. Uh, the biggest challenge is really getting the word out there, you know, and for me, it's getting that word of mouth, which I've gotten a lot of clients through that. It's, it's networking, you know, and that's what good entrepreneurs do is is they network, and they're not always, you know, behind the desk doing the work. Of course, as a solopreneur, I have to do it all myself, so I'm doing a bit of both. But um, networking has given me some great opportunities and helped me develop some complementary partnerships. Uh, One of the women I'm working with, she is a social media marketer, and we're trying to develop a uh, coaching program together where I focus on branding and the messaging for startups, and she focuses more on that social media strategy to help get them going. Um, And that's just been through networking and and taking that time to meet others. You know, you can find so much inspiration from others if you just take the time to listen. And I've loved hearing about others start their business and, and really finding out what are their challenges. And it helps me develop because as an entrepreneur, you're never you're never just stagnant you're never just saying this is my one mission this is what i'm doing and i'm just going to do this you listen to your customers and you get right. that feedback and then you morph your business to how it really makes sense um so i'm kind of in that stage where i'm still learning um i know intuitively to some degree what makes sense but i'm still learning things that could be added to my business that would be beneficial to customers and right. you know the more you help people and the more you give that value the more likely you are to get word of mouth. Even if you're doing some things you know, for free to help right. people, you're getting your word out there.
0: Wow, I like that. What would you say makes you different? What makes you stand out?
1: Oh, so that's a good question. Um, <laughs> for me, I think I take that experience I had with big brands and I say, what what really made them a big brand? And Uh, Why do they have all this history and it's because they were connecting with their customer on a deeper level. So I'm really focused on helping businesses flip what they're doing now, which a lot of small businesses and this is why I focus on small businesses is they're focused on um, create telling a business story and giving their history, sharing their offerings and finding the need in the marketplace. But I say no, it's not finding a need in the marketplace. It's solving a problem for your customer. I say it's talking about their life, their aspirations. Um, So I make things very customer centric and that's what I think good brands do. And that's where I really focus um, on, on my business is helping them get in tune with their audience. It's not just knowing your target market, it's understanding what makes them tick and it's building out a brand persona, it's building out the buyer personas that really make your brand relatable, that makes it resonate. And authentically connects you to your customer's life, their purpose, their values. You know, how does your values tie into theirs? Um, that's really important. And, and I don't think that all brand strategy does that. I think it's kind of like, okay, we have a set way of building a message. And I'm kind of doing it the opposite way of really focusing on the customer. Um, and I think from a photography aspect, I do things differently anyway because. Most photographers, even brand photographers, don't actually have business experience other than operating their own photography business. Mm. So I come from a place working in multiple different worlds, Um, you know, big businesses. I've worked with some small businesses on my own. Um, So I help make that connection with your visual brand. And I say, let's not just capture attention. We want to capture your brand essence. We want to evoke those thoughts and feelings and help your customer visualize how your brand can fit in their lifestyle. You know, make them feel a certain way because they want to buy your brand when they when they have a feeling towards your brand. So I'm trying to capture something that's real and something that really resonates with them.
0: Wow, that's solid. That's solid Lisa nice. I like it. I can't contain my emotions. Like, ooh, I can make like a the production team can make like, what, what, six teasers already based on what you said? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited. Um, with that, with that um, in, in the core of your business and what you do, um, how is it, uh, what, what, what were the feedback of, the, of your clients who, who have been, you know, working with you and experienced this, this style of, of how you do your business with them?
1: Um, So I've gotten some good feedback, and a lot of it is really saying, wow, Lisa took it a step further to really get to know me, to really get to know what I'm about, but, you know, get me to engage with my customers. So they love that I'm getting that engagement, and and really the process, especially when I'm doing the photography, it's been very natural because I'm wanting to see that authentic side of your business uh, versus trying to stage something. So I'm, I'm looking at more of the lifestyle aspect and, and talking to you first and coming up with a strategy and getting to know more about your customer and then saying, okay, here's the thoughts and ideas that I think will work. And, and we develop a plan together. And so it's not just really one-sided and me seeing you through a lens. It's it's me developing that strategy. And for those customers who, who haven't um, had the time for the strategy, they're very happy because now they have somebody who can give them some guidance and some expertise. And I think, you know, a few people have been found it valuable to, to have that extra set of eyes on what they're doing with their business.
0: Nice. Nice. Okay. So before we go to the um, next part, um, any tips, cause I, I like to continue this momentum, any tips that you want to share um, to, to, uh, to our followers, to the people that will be watching and listening that wants to start a business or they are in that stage that they're, you know, facing a lot of challenges and they're, they're clueless of what they're going to do. They need help. Feel free.
1: Okay. I think the biggest thing to me is to share authentically and know your brand essence like I talked about. Um, I think if you're true to yourself and you understand how you want your customer to feel every time they interact with you and every time you communicate with them, then it becomes really easy to execute on your strategy. All of a sudden, you know how your content falls into there, you know how, um, every, as you're building every part of the customer journey, how you want your customer to think and feel so you can build that brand experience um, and, and make it true. Um, when you're true, it's, it comes naturally. And um, customers obviously don't like fake because they're not gonna trust you. Uh, you know, if you think about the best brands like Coca-Cola, for instance, they they know their brand essence it's all about you know sharing and joy and everything they do is really tied to that and the customer gets to see how it fits in their lifestyle so if you're struggling to engage your audience take a step back you know i see a lot of businesses especially when they get started is they're thinking about what are my offerings you know what are my strengths my weaknesses how am i out doing the competition and they're sharing this and again it's very business centric And it doesn't really show your audience, your personality or your brand's personality. So when you forget to share your emotions, you can't make that genuine connection. And that's what it's all about is, you know, your brand is as human as you are as a business owner. So don't forget to share that and, you know, just be authentic and know know what you want your brand essence to be.
0: That's that's awesome. I love that. I love that Lisa. Wow. (laughs) Just wow it was like learning after learning after learning. Thank <laughs> you, thank you Lisa. All right. Now, we've we've learned a lot and like what I've said earlier, the first part is learning. The last part is just having fun. <laughs> all right. So, this is this is the part where we play a game, all right? Here in the Creative Talk podcast, we start everything, you know, uh, arts, business centric, design, and 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 life, but we end it with just being like what you've said. We're humans, you know. We 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 we're normal. We just want to have fun, and this is where we do that. All right. So I'm gonna. What's gonna happen is I'm gonna ask you silly questions that are not related to our uh, your career, our topic, nothing. All right. And I want you to answer it as honest as you could be. Don't don't okay. take a lot of time to you know to think about what your answer is. Just the first word, the first or or the second word that comes into your mind. Boom, that's it. All right. Perfect. Sure. Okay. All right. So it took like scientists to draft this question. So this is me. <laughs> and I want you to be a sport, a good sport. All right. Okay. Okay.
1: I didn't major major in physics or science or anything like that. So we'll see. <laughs>
0: No, this is this is worse. This is like stupidity. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just something that you know to 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 make us you know a, a simple laugh. All right. Okay. Okay, I call it the creative talk, the creative fast talk. Okay. First question: What is your weirdest habit?
1: Um, I would say probably how germophobic I am and just constantly. Cleaning. That's probably my weirdest habit to some people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Next, coffee or tea? Tea. Right. Third, the cinemas or Netflix? Netflix. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be?
1: I would be an orange. Why? A little sweet, a little tart. <laughs> wow.
0: You're, there you go. Business-minded, branding, <laughs> artist. <laughs> All right.
1: Shoes or soap? Shoes or soap? Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, I guess I'd have to go with soap. <laughs> I can't live with that. That's a hard choice. <laughs> right, I told you. <laughs> the beach or snow. Mm, if snow involves the mountains, I'll go with snow.
0: <laughs> All right, okay. Greatest award you received when you were a kid.
1: Uh, as a kid? Ooh, uh, I I placed second in um, semifinals with the equestrian team. When wow! I used to
0: show wow! Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Wow! That's that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you need to supply me with photos. We need to put that here. <laughs> okay. All right. Next, pillows or blankets? Blankets. Right. Okay, here it comes. This is a part like just, just be good sport. Sex or chocolates?
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I don't want to say this on TV. Okay, number. I'll just I'll say your first choice.
0: <laughs> Very good. Okay, okay, okay. Good sport. Good sport. I love you. I love <laughs> you. Thank you.
1: Next, who would you like to see in a concert? Um. Honestly, if I could get them back, it would be Kurt Cobain.
0: Ooh, I totally love you, Lisa. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice answer. Pancakes or waffle? Waffles. Mm-hmm. Art or history? Art. Neck or lips? <laughs> lips. That's a weird one. Yeah, it is. All right, last question. What was the last concert you saw?
1: Um, I... Ooh, I honestly, I mostly go to like local bands. So I would just say I went to a street fair out in Sacramento and, and I don't name? remember the names of bands.
0: Ah, oh, come on, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Lisa, thank you. Thank you for being a good sport, uh, a beacon of inspiration, a beacon of learning. Uh, me, myself, I learn a lot and I'm sure people that will be listening and watching Will learn a lot. Also, they will be inspired because I, I, I did. I, I, was like, you know, full motivation, and and you can see my facial expressions are, you know, just, just so excited. And and thank you, thank you for giving me time. Thank you for spending your your precious stories, sharing your precious stories here in the Creative Talk. Um, please feel free to promote anything if you have like um, projects, uh, courses, your social media platform. Feel free to promote it.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at New Narrative and on Facebook at New Narrative Creations. Uh, Stay tuned because when I do launch my program with uh, my partner, we will be sharing that out and I would love for you guys to be a part of it.
0: Thank you, Lisa, and um, continue to be an awesome person, continue to be a a beacon of inspiration, uh, a beacon of learning. Thank you so much. Stay safe. God bless.